You're now listening to Voices Rising Press Podcast. I'm Shelly. And I'm Sarah. We are two writers, mamas, and soul sisters who created this space for personal growth, fellow writers, and people who aspire to live an open-hearted, authentic life. Every Wednesday morning, we put out a new podcast episode and talk about life, parenting, writing, books, current events, upcoming publications. We interview fellow authors and so much more. We are more than just a publishing company. We strive to be a community of connected, creative, real people who speak our truth. We appreciate all of you listeners and are always looking for new suggestions and ideas. Please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. Let us know more about what you are interested in hearing. Welcome back, our friends, to our season finale. Ooh, finale. I love it. How crazy that we're already here. 18. I think we're at, yeah, we are doing this up. We are just on a roll. Yeah, we're on episode 18, 18 episodes of this season. That doesn't feel like it's been 18, but... I feel like we need a high five. Yes. Yes. We We did did it. it. We did it. Jinx. We totally did it. Damn that. Jinx, you Black owe me out. a Coke. No. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't even drink Coke. No I know what's happening. <laughs> uh, well, I think it's been a really good experience starting up this podcast with you. And we definitely learned a lot along the way. Some yeah. of our first episodes were a little awkward, but we got there. I know. And, and I think you fun. have to you have to be awkward. And the thing is, is you have to just start where you are. You can't just wait until like the quote-unquote ideal perfect timing right is there perfect timing probably not I don't think there ever is I always think like whenever I think something's like ready it's never (laughs) like my book I'm like oh my book and my edits were so good and we were going to talk about our book edits so we can talk about that yeah like so what's uh what's going on for us in the publishing realm so far uh, Shelly and I both have submitted our books to the editor, and, uh, sh- and Shelly just ding. got hers back. And my immediate temperature and my armpits start getting sweaty when I talk about it. I just got it back. Uh, yesterday, I made my final payments to, her name is Gina with Killing It Right. Killing, Killing it, right. it with a stab in the book. <laughs> and yeah, I have 20 pages of notes from her and... Oh, God knows how many notes and I don't even know how many edits, but there's a lot to take in a lot, like structure wise. And I decided to go with her big shimbamble, the damble, the the developmental (laughs) edit. Yeah, the full on, because I kept thinking I was just going to do the, what was it? The line edit, heavy duty line edit. Heavy duty line edit, which do you remember what that includes? Well, I think... It corrects like grammar and structuring stuff, but it won't do anything to do with your story or your plot or your... Or if you're blah, blah, blah running on. <laughs> right. So she'll just edit the words that are there. And developmental edit is like actually changing the words to make it work into a better story. And then also she does the line editing too, which is what makes her so awesome. I think for us is that we could, it sort of saves a step as well as some cost because she does both at once. Which is crazy because she was even saying in her notes that she's talked with other editors who do what she does and they charge twice as much as her and they do it in two rounds Mm -hmm. and she literally just goes at it. But she said what she does for the developmental is she does go in first and she takes all the notes and then she goes back and reads her notes and then she 
goes, it's kind of, she sends you a format of like a different document of notes and then also the notes inside of the Microsoft. Yeah. So it's like a lot. lot to digest. Well, I put it on my phone and I listened to her notes on my phone. Well, yesterday I actually had a flat tire. Did I tell you how my morning started? No. I woke up to the carbon monoxide detector in the camper going off at 5 a.m. And I opened up all the windows and it was just beeping. And then Joy ran away and escaped at 5 o'clock in the morning. And then I had a flat tire on my camper. Oh, my God. On your camper? <laughs> on the fucking camper. Oh, There's a screw. It Jesus. was things always come in three for me. <sighs> Anyways, we worked that out. But I had to take my tire in to get it repaired. So while the tire was getting repaired, I listened to her 20 pages of notes. Oh, wow. That's good. And it was a use. lot of... I'm sure you will experience similarities. I am scared, honestly, like excited, but scared to get back the edits. And this is a good thing too to know is that I learned this in my yoga teacher training that the feelings of being scared and the feelings of being excited inside of the body are actually the same emotion. And it's a thought that we attach if it's fear or excitement. So it's like, you can almost tell yourself, I'm excited. So before I would start teaching, I would say, I'm really excited right now, even though I was really scared. <laughs> I'm really excited to teach in front of all these people in my monotone voice. I'm so excited. My stomach hurts. I'm so, I'm so excited for my edits. But I feel that same way of like, yeah. holy fuck, there's a lot to, there's a lot to mull over. And yeah, this is where we got to go. We have to have feedback and restructure and delete and move. And also, like, stay true to stay true to our voice and our message, right? Right, yeah. I mean, make sure that the book doesn't venture stray off of its, like, intended path, path, but also not end up taking things out that you really wanted in that book. Which I love, too. Our editor said to keep, like, a cuts folder. So anything that you cut, you copy it, and then you move it, and you paste it. Mm -hmm. And just because you're not going to use it in this book doesn't mean you can't use it for something else. Or I also have learned to, and I'm trying to think of what author it was. I think it was The Art of Memoir by Mary Carr. And she talks about like detaching from our words. Like some of us think our words are like our baby and we got to hold them and hold them close. And it's like, sometimes you have to let your baby fall. You got to let your baby go. Mm -hmm. You got to let your baby climb that tree and, you know, which in our realm of writing, like that means sometimes you have to just highlight that and say oh that was a great thought but delete delete yep and it doesn't mean that more thoughts and more words of wisdom aren't going to come to you it just means that maybe you had to write all of that to get to the point of where you are yeah like kind of getting it out to get to the good stuff maybe that was the stuff that wasn't the good stuff it was just what got you there but you can get rid of that like you know, freely, just let it go. Right. And let it, let it go. We can sing. <laughs> so we were talking about, we don't want to get sued by Disney. We were talking about copyright stuff. So on my, in my book, I have two quotes on the beginning of every chapter and our editor actually literally copied and pasted probably realistically like three pages of like actual legal jargon and stuff from attorneys. And it gets sticky. It gets sticky to quote other people's work. Yes. Without their permission. And you have to go through a lot of hoops. And, get, or yeah. you can use, what did we talk about? The public domain from 1927 and past. And yeah, anything before that is considered public domain. And, and you know, honestly, some authors might be okay with it if you just reached out to them and asked. 
which, which we I talked about doing like I think it's worth it if there's certain quotes that really you feel are important to have in there like what's it gonna harm to ask right which I'm going to so I'm one of my goals this week that Sarah and I are in a business women's group together to grow and we are actually accountability buddies this week yeah and we always are accountability buddies exactly. <laughs> but so I will say that out loud to you Sarah that I'm gonna reach out to I'm gonna figure out how to reach out to Brene Brown and to Glennon Doyle and then I want to figure out Louise Hay too because she she's passed away it's been probably five or six years but I'm sure. For her estate, yeah, whoever manages that. Because I love, Lo- I want Louise. Louise. I need you, I need your words. Or even, I loved though what our editor said in my notes is that she said, what if you just be original and come up with your own quotes? Like, yeah. So maybe I can use the inspiration from other people's quotes and then I can be like inspired and then I can say what I want to say. I could make my own make quotes. Make your own quotes. I love that idea. I like that idea too. And I did it for a couple of them. And I think that the underlying fear is that it's like, oh, my quotes won't be as witty or punny or as profound. And I have to let that self-limiting belief blow it away. <laughs> blow it away. <laughs> it's gone. Get out of here. I'm going to flick it off. I'm going to stomp it on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. And the publishing and having someone edit your book and all these things are just really vulnerable and scary. And I was talking about at work because I was kind of celebrating that my book was now out of my hands and into my editors. Which you need, we need to inbox. celebrate. And yeah, I was kind of just celebrating and my coworkers were asking me about my book a little bit and it honestly felt vulnerable to t- even talk about like what I wrote my book about and it's yes. like, you know, I have to get used to this like Public describing, time. yeah, describing my book to people and um, just being okay with it. Like not everyone's going to resonate with your topic or whatever, and it's okay. It's not for them then. Right. So this girl said, I was saying how I was kind of feeling like scared and vulnerable, and she's like, that means you must be doing something right. And oh, I loved good it. I advice. Like, yes. And I think, too, it's easier to describe your book when we can be really clear on what our tagline is for our book. And my tag, I keep... You know, mine's like this bumpy road of my tagline, but I think Sarah helped me. I think you really helped me this morning with that tagline. I really like that. What, what well, is... you really helped me with mine. So, you know. Oh, did we? Good. Now. Yes. <laughs> I think I, I love having you around because it's so nice to have somebody go through this with because I know that I have this aversion to like procrastinate or be like, oh, God, it's too scary. So I'm going to stop. Yeah. And so it's nice to have you here and going through it with me. So I appreciate that. Well, I feel like in this <laughs> great big scheme of things, like we're consistently each other's accountability buddies. And yes. like because we're doing this publishing thing together, I feel a lot less likely to chicken out. Me too. <laughs> like, oh, no, maybe I will never publish this book. It's just for me. Right. Or whatever. But. Well, and can you think of like last summer? Like I remember I had the intention to do something with my book, but we're in it. Like we're, we're really doing far it. in it. I know. We need to be like dance party, dance party. Yeah, we might we might be doing some dance parties. You never. Know. Yes, we were talking about doing some more consistent lives. We, we, yeah, live videos. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is so you know we're wrapping up our season and we're talking about like what are things that we did that we loved and what are some things we're gonna do in the future that y'all can look forward to. In live videos that is something that you can look forward to in the future yeah and i think we would definitely be open to people commenting 
whether it's on our personal account. So I'm on Facebook as Shelly Bond and I'm on Instagram as Shelly Lovely. And we also have Voices Rising Press on Facebook and we have Voices Rising Press on Instagram. And then what's your personal accounts? Um, so well, Sarah Kate and Music on Facebook and on Instagram is usually you Sarah know, where Kate I, Music. Yeah, that's your channel. Put on my stuff. Well, so uh, what we were thinking too, or I was thinking, is that we would love if you had like any questions or topics that you would like us to touch on for like 10, 15 minutes. That would be super fun way to connect in the community and, you know, interact with each other. Yeah. Like and hop do. on and, you know, talk to us while we're going live. and Yeah. It'd be super fun. We're going to do it. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be perfectly imperfect. Perfectly imperfect. <laughs> Just tell us. Just tell us is. <laughs> Gina would not like that. Yeah. And we're lining up some author interviews to start the season off with. So we're going to take, did we cite a month break? Yeah. We'll, we'll start up again in September. That's yeah. That's what I know. That sounds great. And do lots of book clubs, which I've got some ideas on some books. But Good. What are your ideas? Well, that one book on signs looks really cool. Ooh, I love that. And I also would love to do the Fierce Self-Compassion mm-hmm. by Kristen Neff. That is, I feel like that is such a good, a good one. And it might be good to review the Art of Memoir. The Art of Memoir would be good. And also, I would love to do, let's do book clubs on our own books. So on Awaken You and on Preacher's Daughter. Oh, heck yes. Girl. And that is an exciting news because Sarah and I are going to be having our books yes like ready. officially launched this fall sometime i'm not sure exactly the timeline because yes. we're just taking it like one we're, day at a time we're going for fall literally but i'm hoping this fall is the day and the time whenever it is it i, I know that it's gonna it's gonna work out because we're in july now and i'm picturing like september october ish mm-hmm. before i'm picturing before thanksgiving i'm picturing all the fall colors and being like Book signing party. I'm envisioning being thankful for having my book published when yes, it comes to Thanksgiving. <laughs> I love it. And I'm envisioning, I'm already thinking of like book signings that we can do. We're going to be at Barnes and Noble. So we're going to get up and do some book signing at Barnes and Noble. Oh, and yes. there's, there's a, local independent bookstores I want to look at. Is there up to. here too? There's, well, the library up here. And I do believe there's a bookstore, um, McDonald's bookstore la la company you know downtown oh okay okay and sarah of course was waiting on the woman at the library the other day who is in charge of like helping us get our books at the library i know she's the acquisitions manager and i happen to be her server at the restaurant and we were just chit-chatting she was like oh you look familiar and we were talking and it was because me and her had had a conversation about the library the last time she was there. That's why I looked so familiar ah, to her. <laughs> perfect. Because you're like, little did you know I was I'm just book digging in. Yeah. So I was like, well, don't worry. You will be seeing me. I said, I, I, I wrote a book and my friend wrote a book and we're going to be talking to you about having our books at the library. And she Good. was like, well, I'm the person that you would come to and I'm so awesome. happy to, I'm so excited and. I just yeah. love those little connections, and small towns are good for that. Like I love that, too. Crossing over. Yeah, and I would love to get our books in the libraries down in Fort Collins, too, because that's yeah. just like where I don't, my old stomping ground, and I would just love that. There's it's a Poudre, Poudre River Library, I think it is down there, too. And they have like three locations all over Fort Collins. Yes. Mm, exciting. Well, this is all, and we're just proceeding like literally one step at a time because we don't actually, we've never published a book before. 
so we're newbies and we learn things and do them like oh that's how you design a book cover like i'm literally downloading the application and learning how to use it and design my book cover all at once so yes and you did that and i actually hired someone i did an energy trade which i loved i traded three malas for a book cover it's like dang and she's gonna make my spine in the back of my book i'm like two more malas here you go. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Healing energy. I love it. So what was your what was your favorite part of our first season, Shelley? Oh, all of it. I don't know. I just really have enjoyed this. I look forward every week to this time and to this yeah. break from from parenting and in life. And it's so I just what I you think call them your heathen skeathens. My heathen skeathen children. Because <laughs> <laughs> they are heathen skeathens because I just spent five days straight with them. Oh, God, yes. And the camper, you know, the camper's a little the tight The camper quarters. gets a little in your face. It does. Well, we just had Jasper the whole time pushed up on the, the table bed, and I didn't mess oh, with Jasper. him. I was like, Jasper, you stay there. But, yeah, I loved, I really love uh, the book club. Like, I'm a, you know, we both love books so much, and... I really enjoyed, I love the Writer's Cafe when you, like, I don't know if you texted me or called me with that idea. I was like, oh my gosh, I love Writer's Cafe. I love that idea. I just love it too. Like just chit-chatting about what's going on in our life as writers. Yeah, those are, I think my favorite episodes are just the very, like on the fly ones too, where we just show up and and say the things because it's a time to make the confession we don't always have a plan no (laughs) and that's great that's what uh yoga girl conversations from the heart that's all of her episodes are like that she doesn't have a topic and she teaches her yoga classes the same way she never has like an idea of what she's teaching about she just like intuitively goes with it and i love that and i think sometimes like what we wrote our blog about is that's just what's present for us or something that happened in our life like you know what happened with your mom or whatever like yes that's what's present for us and, exactly and i think that it makes it just like we're really showing up in that moment with what's present so right I love those. well and like it's in our mission too that we're more than just a publishing company you know like yeah. we're a community of heart-centered people like speaking our truth even when it's hard yes exactly because by doing it ourselves Hopefully we can make it a little easier for other people to do that too and just show up, speak your truth. Yeah. And once I feel like we get through this publication in the next few months, then it's going to be like, oh, we're going to know what to do, all the things. Then I feel confident like taking on other people's books and actually kind of fulfilling that role of publisher like from the taking other people's books and editing and getting them perfect for publication. The world. Yep. And we were talking about that, that we need to do some diving in research of what it entails for us to take on yeah like those contracts and you know what are the stipulations and then actually funding someone's work that's taking it on and you're taking a chance that maybe you won't make that money back you have to be really confident that that book is good enough to go out and earn you back and earn the author of you know their fees and well and that the books are in alignment with us and our mission too Mm -hmm. right right it's not just anything it's like the topic and the author that I mean yeah well and I'm thinking of all of the times I've submitted my work to publishing companies and to literary agents and all of my rejections which I it's a lot and it was a lot. It, it's crazy how much work it is to put in to create those letters, book proposals, yes. and book synopsises. And I've done so many. And sometimes I'll get like upset about, oh my God, all that work I did. But all of that work helped me understand, right, the publishing world a right. little bit. 
And you can think about that now when people are submitting. Maybe someday we'll have a submissions, you know, forum, forum, yeah. and all these pe- you know, people's works coming in for us to evaluate. And you'll like have to lovingly decline people's books because ah, they weren't right. the right fit or they weren't quite ready yet or whatever the reason. Right. Well, and even when I was going through my notes from our editor, like she was saying, some of the stuff that can look amateurish, like she was saying, using italics versus quotation marks. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, God, amateur. <laughs> oh. Isn't, it, isn't it funny oh. how the mind, like, picks up on those, like, negative things? Right. And then I was like, you know what? No, no. I'm Newbie. growing from yes. this. Yeah, it was yeah, it was like a, a conversation is a quotation, but more of, like, an inner reflection is going to be an italicized thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I'm, like, I talk a lot about, like, the, in my book, Awaken You, like, the inward journey and, you know, my inner monologue. But I would, you don't quotation, quote, quote. Yourself. You don't quotations. You're no, that's not how you say it. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> a full thought will not compute. Quotations. I'm making up my own word. It's perfect. Well, which I like that though. I yeah. like. I like all of that, and it's good to know. And even the whole, you know, like using other people's quotes and referencing songs or movies, and you have to be. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much to know and. And I just read this thing too, like the like common mistakes people make with memoirs. And I was like going through the list, like, oh, I know I've made those mistakes. What like, were they? One of them is, and I know this is true, because actually this is some of the very little feedback I've gotten back on it. Okay, so when you write your memoir, sometimes you write passages like years apart from each other, right? And somehow they end up squished together because you've edited it or they're just, you know, that's when you wrote it or whatever. But sometimes you over explain things that you had already explained and in your head like you didn't talk about that or it's been a long time but in reality when the reader is reading the book it's like that's just happened they've already explained that like don't bore me with that again uh. and I'm like I know that I've gone through and like re-explained things that really didn't need to be re-explained which mm-hmm. Gina's gonna catch and yeah it's gonna be awesome but like I just remember reading through that and being like oh yeah that makes sense because like when you wrote it like so much time passes for you right in between but when someone reads it like they can i've read books in one day you know what i mean like yeah and this probably won't pertain to your book as much but in my book she said you never want to date the book so you don't want to say like this morning yesterday last year or this year and the pandemic you want to keep it like present and you want to make your reader feel like they're actively a part of your book right now and Mm -hmm. i know i did that a lot like this morning I woke up and Jack was throwing blocks at my head when I was meditating. Right, yeah. And but then talk about there was a morning when this happened. I'm kind of like, I, yeah, I don't know. That was just part of the notes, honestly, like when I was sitting waiting for my tire and I listened to the notes on my um, my app and I was listening to it because I like, I'm an audio learner a lot of the time. And I was listening to her comments and I was like, okay, I hear that. But I'm assuming that so there's when you are opening your document and you're like accepting her edits, there's going to be her formatting edits and then there's also her note edits. Mm-hmm. So she was almost saying like take it one thing at a time and it was easier for me to accept the formatting edits on my phone and then going through on my computer to do like the big notes and like the moving of structure. Sure, that makes sense. Because and then she's yeah. going to have to go through after all that and do one more line. One edit. more light line edit. Yeah, because inevitably when you're moving things. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, and inevitably, I think there was one thing that I called myself like a personal growth fiend. And I was like, I don't like that. So I called my, then I changed it without even her knowing personal growth advocate. Because I love that. I'm like, yeah, that feels better than fiend. I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> a fiend. Trigger. I don't know. It was just like one word that stuck yeah. out that I literally just like, changed today. No, I understand today. that. Like words are so powerful in choosing one over another, even if they're synonyms. Like I am a, I'm a like word geek. You know me. I, you are, I read I dictionaries it. for fun. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But I love the yumminess of like how one, the subtlety between one word and another, like how it can very subtly change the meaning, but yes. have such a big effect on the overall maybe sentence or paragraph because you've really focused in on what it is you really want to say. And words yes. like very good instead of like something more specific, right? Like, get all those general words out of there or the words that, like, don't say specifically what you want to say. Yeah. Well, even I'm thinking in my hands, I have, like, fiend and advocate. Like, those are two totally different words that... Yes. And I just... You can pick them apart, throw one out and put a new one in. It's so yep. fun. That's what's the, the joy. So, Sarah, I wanted to ask you because yes. you asked me... Oh, yes. My favorite part about our podcasting journey this season. What was yours? Um, what is yours? What is mine? Yeah, probably just like you said, just showing up and like when I go back, sometimes I have self-doubt and you know, like I'm like, oh, that was, I was just so lame. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to listen to the episodes later. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to it. It's fine. That's and so then funny. I finally, like a week bring later, maybe to. bring myself like, no, I, I really just need to listen. And so I do. And I'm like, dang, that is good like, i feel the same way right. yes. and i think because it resonates so much and i feel like we go into these good topics and we talk about them in a real way and i just i love that and yes i'm learning to accept my self-criticism through that process and totally. when we do live videos i believe me that criticism is going to come like woo all the way up so it's fine it's fine it's part of it like being vulnerable it's definitely part of my artistic like vision with writing with music it's showing up and being vulnerable. And as hard as that is, I make myself do it because in the end, I'm always glad, right? Well, and don't you sometimes feel like you forget about the microphone and then I'm just, I just feel like I'm talking to you so that right? it's fine. And sometimes <laughs> I do forget that we're like, oh yeah, we are recording. Aren't I we? do that a lot. And it's like, oh, because I feel like, I mean, since I've met you, has it been a year? It's been about I a year. I think a year, yeah. I mean, but I feel like I've known you for a thousand years. I know. <laughs> In all of my past lives. But I feel like our conversations have always been so like deep and meaningful they're never like this like surface bullshit it's all it's so authentic and i think we have something to share with the world heck yeah we do heck yeah yes super good and so i'm so grateful that that you guys came along on this first part of our publishing journey like it's vulnerable and scary to just be podcasting about something that you don't really know that much about like just helping like yeah guide people along the way along with us like if you're interested yeah. in publishing or if you're interested in living like an authentic vulnerable life or whatever I hope this has been useful to you I do too and yeah I would say that just stepping into who you are is like one of the scariest things that you can do but also one of the most liberating things yeah and speaking your voice like whether it's through writing or just speaking up for yourself like that's part of our mission that voices rising you know is like getting your voice out there projected amplified well and this is like awesome too is to know which we've talked about before is that 
our own voice, like our own voice box in our body is the most healing frequency for our specific body. So mine, Shelly, for me, Sarah's Mm -hmm. for you, listener for you, like your voice is the most healing voice for you. So even when you're talking or that's why singing is so healing or like mantraing and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be a yogi or go to an ashram. You don't no, have you to can like just like literally repeat a phrase like "Om," which yeah. is a healing vibration in different like tones. Mm-hmm. And I actually did this. I was telling Shelly about this. I was reading this article about like that healing sound of vibrations, and they're using like audio frequencies and vibrations to actually structure human cells for the heart. And there's something about like so. Sound is powerful as fuck. You know what I mean? Sound vibration, yes. Like different notes have different shapes, like literal shapes that you can't see until you put something there to see it with. Yes. But so, and it was saying like how your voice can be healing for yourself. And so I was having like, I don't know, I've always had struggles with my throat chakra and blockages in that area. And like where I'll feel like I can't sing sometimes or my throat will get really clampy. And I know it comes from my past of not using my voice, not being allowed to speak my voice. And Mm -hmm. I've done so much freaking healing around it. But anyways. But it's a life journey. Yes, it's a life journey. And so I was laying in my bathtub, kind of like where the water was shallow enough that I could just lay flat and it would just like come up to my ear or whatever. And I started doing this sound healing. And I'm telling you, I think the water had something to do with it. Because like literally I could see the water like vibrating when I started doing these like deep ohms and then I'd raise it up to like a little bit higher tone and like do that and my cat was like all up in my business he kept coming in and my dog and they're like what is going on what? You're like, I am <laughs> and my voice so I did that right before I had to sing a gig and my voice was just so free and it hasn't gone back it's I love like that I healed something in my thir- throat chakra that t- day in the good bathtub. it's so funny too I was actually grooming Jasper, my giant golden doodle, who, what do you think, he weighs 70 pounds now? Oh, God. And he's like, what, seven months old? <laughs> yeah, he's eight months old. He's super floppy. Well, he had all these mats in his belly, and I, I'm i such a weirdo. I'm such a, like, I'll do it myself. And I was going to take him to a groomer. I'm like, well, what if they cut it? I don't know. Whatever. So long story short, I'm grooming him, and it takes me two hours. And the my clipper is like, it's from when I did hair. It's like a professional hair oh, clipper. God. It's really good. You used it on your dog? I used it on my dog. I mean... I, I did. Yeah. It's been sitting in my closet to collect, collecting right? dust. Yeah. So, but it was so loud, and I just started singing. Oh, I was singing the whole time, and I don't even know what I was singing. And I do this thing where I will sing affirmations, like in the melody of songs. Mm. And I felt like I was Judy Garland, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> do like you know, like the the rhythm to like somewhere over the rainbow, uh-huh. somewhere, over, whatever. Don't sue us. Nope. <laughs> you're allowed a certain small. I, okay, snippet. whatever. Well, I was like. I was singing affirmations and at first it was to like help Jasper calm down because he was getting a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And I think the clippers got hot over time and he kept. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't even know what I was singing now, but I was like singing to calm him down. And then I for an hour and 45 minutes, I was using my singing, my song vibration. And I felt amazing. And my kids kept coming out being like, why are you singing still? I'm like, because it feels good. And I just was, I was like letting my voice go high. And I really sometimes like to sing really high soprano-y. And I literally did. I felt like I was was Judy Garland in in The Wizard of Oz. And my voice was like, I feel like my voice is just like that kind of old timer-y 
feel like when I sing like that. And it was same thing, like such this like healing. And after I was done, I like took him in the shower and washed him and I felt so good. I was like, oh, I feel so good after That's I was awesome. turning this like dreadful experience of like, oh, I have to shave my dog until like song healing. That's great. <laughs> I mean, fun. honestly, I think singing is one of the most healing things like a lot of times I use music to just go and sing and stuff because it makes me feel better. Like, I literally feel like it heals me. I agree. And I think for those of you out there who think you can't sing, I would encourage you to know that everybody can sing. Everybody. Yes. Even if you think you can't. Like, it is just an extension of your speaking voice. So when you say, I can't do that. Now, elongate, I can't do that. Now, just keep going. What if you took the ant off a can? I can do that. Right. right? I can do that. And your voice and your singing voice are literally the same. So if you can speak, which I realize some people can't, so I give props to them. But if you can speak, you can sing. And there's places where we can go, like in the shower, in your car, in your closet, like, and you can even, if it's not out in nature singing and you can do mantra, but that can be overwhelming or like too much for some people who don't know about that. So you could even pick a word like peace or and you love. could, yeah. Or you could even like start by like whispering, like love, like love. Yeah. And I love. find it's easier sometimes to sing things that you're maybe a little timid about saying. I love that. And so just somehow like, oh, but it's in a song. So if there's something that's like a little bit like. Hmm. I'm afraid of saying that. Like, try singing it just out of curiosity. Oh, I love that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Just changes it a little bit. It does. And when you free those words up and out of you, it's like literally they're not stuffed inside of you anymore. Right. Well, and you can also try this practice. It's kind of like a mantra practice. So you can pick whatever your mantra is. So it could be like love or like Sarah was saying, like, I'm afraid... I'm afraid of what's going to happen or whatever it is. And so you would start by like speaking that out. So you would say like, I'm afraid of what's going to happen. And then you would say that five times. And then you would whisper, I'm afraid of what's going to happen. I'm afraid of what, and say it five times. And then you would close your eyes and in, in the eye of your mind, you would repeat, I'm afraid of what's going to happen in your mind. And that could be a practice to start you. And then maybe then you could be like, I'm afraid of what's going to happen, whatever. You know, like maybe you could like add that like melody piece. And it's like, oh, that's a little liberating. And you don't have to sing like, oh, like at the top of your lungs. It doesn't have to be like, and that's the other thing that people, I think a common misconception about singing is that there's this certain thing you have to do. And like the truth is the most beautiful voice you have is your real speaking your authentic voice that comes from your Mm. diaphragm and that vibrates up through your head and your throat and you're not stopping it and you're not holding it down. You're just letting it go, right? It's like free. And that, you don't have to make beautiful. It's already beautiful because it exists, right? Hmm, You're beautiful because you exist. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you. I love that. Uh, So I don't, we didn't intend to get into a singing thing, but I just, it just popped up. So it's so, it's so true. And I, we are all about healing and you know, it's just a, it's a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. It's just, you gotta, you gotta heal where you can. And life is hard. Like we were talking of all those beautiful Glennon Doyle quotes and untamed, Mm -hmm. like about like life is hard. Not because you're doing it wrong. Life is hard because you're doing it right. Yeah. Right. right. And like things like. If it was easy. If it was easy, like what, what would the point be? Yeah. Right. 
So yeah, it's good. There's so many things. And what are some more things that our listeners have to look forward to next season? Ooh, well, that's, I think, gosh, what do you want to do? Some more. I just, I love this. Like I definitely some more authors. I have an author lined up that I was talking to you about and you have the pirate girl, girl, which will be probably airing really early in the season next year yeah season next season (laughs) I love that and I think just yeah just showing up and doing these vulnerable talks and I would even love to do some book reading episodes where we read excerpts from our books Mm -hmm. and we're gonna be doing some podcasts like just short little podcasts around our blogs yes so I think that's like a mini podcast almost just kind of discussing our blogs and yes and even we were talking about the idea of recording each blog and then having an option for people who are on the blog that are more of the audio learners who would like to listen to the blog instead of read it. Yeah, so let us know feedback on that if you'd like to listen rather than read the blogs. We Um, would definitely be open to that. Definitely. Definitely. Plus, we got to get set up to audio record our books. I was literally just thinking that same thought. (laughs) We are on the same wave. I'm literally, yes, so I am going to be talking to my husband about gathering supplies for our little soundproof box because I think that is really gonna gonna help us we're gonna make some sort of a sound lovely box it's not gonna be like a coffin yeah no it's not gonna be scary it's gonna be lovely and it's gonna be help keep the sound in and we're gonna I have to tell you okay in relation to this I saw I was on some yes it's so funny okay and it might be what we need but I can't do it that small but I saw this advertisement for something on some musician's website or whatever blah blah blah, about um a vocal recording booth that is so small it's like up on the stand and there's like a microphone in it and it's like a box that you stick your head in picture of it okay, because I will it see will it. make you laugh oh my and I gosh. literally was trying to picture you would be standing in there for hours <laughs> reading our book and I just started like laughing I feel like I would get claustrophobic like something's like choking my neck gosh I know it just looks and it just looks bizarre is it like a turtleneck putting your head inside Tur- of a turtle shell or it's almost like you're birthing yourself rebirth <laughs> rebirth think it's more for like vocal like when you just have to sing one okay. song but not read a whole book but I I could see, so like, funny. for construction-wise, that would probably be much more cost-effective in space. Like, yes. if you're living in New York City and you're in a tiny-ass apartment, that you, you need have to like, just, yeah, put your head up in there and get it. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. What if we could get, like, an old phone booth that no one wanted and, like, put it in our house? Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I love that idea. Uh, we would have to stand. We would be standing, which would be better. Oh, there's ones you can sit in. In phone booths? Yeah. Really? I don't I've remember s- that. I know of one, at least, I've seen, where it's like a little corner stool. How funny. <laughs> you know what is so funny? Like, how hilarious is it, though, that cell phones are, or phone booths are obsolete? Like, what? Gosh, That's I what know. we did. I found Nine a lines. Facebook page that actually posts. It's like a group where you can post if you find a payphone. And like where it it is and whether it still works or not. That's funny. Because it's so rare. I know of two that still exist and work in our little 
Es- Meeker, it's Park. in Meeker Park and Allen's Park. But oh, those are okay. areas with no internet or Wi-Fi or any signal. So mm-hmm. people wouldn't have a way to call. Like if they had a car wreck or some totally. problem, like it would be a problem. Which is crazy. You would think they would have cell towers there, but good for them. It's the good mountains, job, people. mountains. Deal I with love it. it. So maybe <laughs> we'll put that. I think it's it's like with anything, the laws of manifestation and the laws of attraction. We have to like put out what we want to receive back. So Sarah and I have this idea this image that we want these soundproof box to record our books so we can have our audio version of our books and so we have to think it and maybe we even need to like start sketching it and like envisioning it it drawing it out like getting it on paper we're saying it we're putting it into the universe and then we're gonna whether we're gonna construct it or we're going to bring it to us with a phone booth who knows or could be, yeah. <laughs> it could be an old phone booth. It sounds kind of rusty. Maybe there's broken glass you. happening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be fun to restore one anyways. Yeah. We could, no this could what. be our podcast episode. How to restore a phone <laughs> we booth. We could call it Live the... from the Phone Booth. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Live from the Phone Booth Recordings. Voices Rising Press Original. You're like, yeah, we stick ourselves into a phone booth. Hey, it could be a new thing. It could be cool. We could probably find them for dirt cheap. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, this Me has too. been a great season, and I will be missing it. For, yeah. But it will only be a month. We'll take a month off and replenish. Have You have a little vacay planned. Which, yeah. Well, I've got, yeah, I've got, actually, the next two weeks I've got, I'm trying to go to Denver. We were talking about, I'm taking the kids to Elitches. Oh, yes. And whether people, adults, ride roller coasters, which... I am a lamo because it hurts my neck. But I just get scared. I don't like heights and I yeah, I don't I was telling Sarah the last time I rode a roller coaster, I started crying. <laughs> Uncle me and I was crying and Rex is like, Are you crying? I'm like, No. Really well, some of those, like I'm sure Elitch is just fine, but have you ever been to those like pop up those are scary. Parks, like at the like at the fair or whatever? Yes, how can you rely like on those? They're just put together with like bolts and I don't know. Because they on are. One. I How reliable with my, is that? My stepdaughter. It was really funny. It was one of those big swinging boat thingies. Oh God, those are and scary. Yes, and I just like honestly, they don't scare me as much as like the construction of the machine I was on scared me because it looked really rickety and it felt like the whole thing was moving when we got to the end. And at one point, I think my stepdaughter like felt the same kind of like panic and she looked over at me and yells, "I love you." <laughs> That. It was oh, just like, it gosh. was this like, oh, I know that that's how you feel. And I love that. Oh my gosh. And it took her to be so scared just to yeah. say that. And it was so, I was like, okay, I'm scared of dying too. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like these are opportunities to really listen to your intuition, but it's not like, what are you supposed to do? Stop the bus. I know, right? Like, well, if this is how I die, this is how I die. I'm going to go But anyways, down. and then I've got two festivals to go to. Oh yes, when are those? Next weekend, I'm going to the Snowy Grass. Good. And then the weekend after that, the kids and I have our big outing to the Folks Festival in Lyons. So. Oh, good. And I yeah. forgot, too, I'm actually going to Salida on oh, next Thursday. Yeah. So do so it for six like, days. And I'm driving myself. Ooh. For all the ladies out there who never thought they could drive a camper, I'm driving the camper with two dogs, three kids. Oh, my gosh. 24 foot, 27 foot with the hitch. I'm driving it four hours. Which might be longer because I'm up in the mountains this year. Yeah. I was down in Loveland last year. But I'm driving it all the way to Salida, which is near Buena Vista. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely. It's more mountainy than where we are. It's like, have you been there before? Yeah. It's like 
Yeah, we were talking about that's where you got your crystal book, right? It was near Buena Vista. Okay, yeah. and it's like, I mean, it's wait, they have like three or four fourteeners there. It's beautiful. It's Not that I'm gonna hike them, but I'm gonna look at them. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, gonna oh, you're gorgeous. <laughs> I have three kids with me. I'm a, I'm gonna be momming up. So be realistic. Well, so it's, it's our summer break. We're taking time for our families, and we're gonna be reposting our old favorite episodes. Yes, we'll pick our old favorite. And if you have any suggestions, you can always share of what are your favorites that you want to hear again. Yeah, or we might even post parts of episodes that we really liked, or you know. It's up to us. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be just what it is. Yeah, and we'll see you guys back here in September, hopefully with lots of new exciting content and yes, books. And we, and, yeah, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your summer and take time for yourself and for your family. Yep. And maybe try some of those healing voice vibrations that we were talking about. Yeah. That's good sing stuff. your sing yourself to healing. Sing your soul song. It'll be good. Love so, it. Yes. Thank you so much. And please share on your social media accounts, on your Instagram, on your Facebook. If you are on Twitter, all the things. We really want to get our voices out into the world and yeah. share our share hearts. And we appreciate all the feedback from you guys too. So anything you would like to hear, let us know. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to Voices Rising Press podcast. We are so grateful for you and we hope you are gaining insightful content here. Please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. And you can read our blogs and follow us at VoicesRisingPress.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just type in Voices Rising Press. Thanks for tuning in. We'll meet you back here next week. We appreciate all of you listeners. Rishiners? <laughs> we like you, Rishiners. You're Rishinery. <laughs> I was like going forward to. Just... What the fuck? Why? <laughs> what a world. <laughs> what a world. What a world. Okay, okay. that's better. Okay, just Feel raise your projection. voice. Yes. Project. Okay, that sounds, that's really okay. good. See how that My is. house Jump is quiet. Let's remember that. Your house is the quiet house. I have a lot of crap to observe. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we'll see you next time. We will see you. Thank you. Thank you, our lovely friends. <laughs> Sometimes our endings. Sometimes our endings are. We could do like singing exercises. La. I don't really know rhythm as well as you, Sarah. <laughs> Da, 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 da. <laughs> I can do that. It's warming up our vehicle. I remember. Bumblebee, bumblebee, bumblebee. <laughs> I have this vocal teacher that says it's good to like try out all these different things, like sing like a cat. Meow, 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 meow. Woof, woof. <laughs> I can't even do it. It's so funny. <laughs> rub it, rub it, rub it. <laughs> Cluck, 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 cluck. There you go. It's good. Oh, my eyes are watering.